to the Born From Nature podcast. I'm your host, Monty Sharma, and today is episode two of the season two release of this podcast, Awakening Purpose. All the twos, guys. Now, so today's discussion, super delicious, one I've been waiting on for a while, um, with two of my amazing friends, Julia J and Courtney from Naughty Courty Creations. Together, we are going to have a little chat about the journey of starting a business and how that can really be a really fulfilling journey um, that you can just begin today. That is an intention you could set for yourself as we believe that the future of our local communities is directly affected by small businesses and what they bring to the table. So join us together in our discussion today. And without further ado, let's get into it. Julia J and Courtney from Naughty Courty Creations, welcome to the Born From Nature podcast. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, good. Monty. <laughs> yeah, excited. Awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited to have these guys on. They've been super close friends from the just the creative world, um, doing amazing things on journeys of um, just of creation, really. So. Um, I thought, what better to start a podcast episode with these guys and do my first trio podcast where we can really get some really juicy conversations going on and get a lot of perspective um, with three different people on topics. So first of all, I think um, just getting our viewers to really understand um, kind of who you guys are, like um, where you're from and... uh, I think also kind of what you're creating in the world. Mm. So I don't know who's feeling more called to start us mm. off. I, I guess I guess I will. Call okay. up. Yeah, I'm up. Um, so I have just recently launched my business, Naughty Cordy's Creations. Um, it's a slow fashion brand. Um, I work with only natural fibers and upcycled materials. Um, I predominantly also just lots of felting is like kind of the, the main main technique and jam so I and I make like eccentric pixie wares <laughs> what's going on um and that's just been a wild journey even getting up to the point where I'm like I think I'm like about four months into like kind of like that official like launch of the business and um yeah so that's been my journey with that mm. so far and then even getting to the point where I was like I'm gonna quit my day job and <laughs> make silly hats for a living <laughs> was yes. that, that, that yeah. was even the journey as well so yeah that's a little bit yeah. about me and where I've been up to yeah it's awesome as well like um the going like I feel like this theme keeps coming up with creators and people going back to back in time to a way of creating yeah. and felting being like one of the most ancient ways of creating like it's so epic that you're like bringing that culture back with your business and like with your passions as well yeah totally it's, it's really awesome it's like a, a really beautiful craft and i'm like uh, not many people know much about it or how it's done and it's really awesome to be able to share it with other people and like just like it's also like a an easy way to like make anything like you it's like almost like clay but like with Mm. so like think about anything sculptural and you can make it out of 
felt and that's kind of like what I really like about sharing it with people because I'm like let your imagination run wild yeah. I love watching people's faces at the markets on the weekend just like coming past your store and like seeing your hats and they're just so excited because I feel yeah. like it captures that like really like imaginative like childlike yeah. fantasy world and you're like yeah but for adults yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. so cool totally and like some people it's really funny I also get like the other side of that of like um people come past and be like um where do you wear this <laughs> and I like just to I, the shops to the shops so I like to say like I'm just like you know at like you know underground rave scene yeah. <laughs> and then like and then scurry off <laughs> so mentioning um markets so mm. julia and court actually just most recently had um, our first market store next to each other yeah, <laughs> yeah which is pretty cute yeah. so these guys have been kind of friends for what, like a year i don't know oh. a year Look, a year and a bit three like three but vaguely and then probably more the like last year, year has been year like it's been like yeah yeah Okay. Yeah, because yeah. we met at Woodford a few years ago through another friend, and it was just like I think then we just we didn't see you for another year until the next Woodford. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. and then all of a sudden, like when you started diving into the creative path more, our paths just aligned super easily. And they like, did. Boom. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Mm. So Julia, tell us, yes. tell us <laughs> that stall that was just next door. Like, what are you? I mean, what have you been creating and how long you've been doing it for? And yeah, what are you putting out into the world these days? So I create really intricate pen works. And these days too, they've kind of morphed into this big color world. So I've been doing black and white pen for six years. But as like a full-time job, it's been about two and a half years. And then in the last year, I've started diving into pen and watercolor. So yeah, I just sell lots of prints and teach workshops and do markets. And it's really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> and the the reoccurring theme here, guys, is they both are just creating things for like this pixie <laughs> fairy land. Like, you know, these are like some of the visions that, you know, these um that kids regularly will talk about when they're walking in nature or they're like mm. with their they're like, you know, like they're they're like dressing up to go into nature to be like pixies and fairies. So they're both like Kids or Julia or Courtney yeah. as adults. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is amazing because it's like you're making these artifacts that really help people tap into this like childlike energy that I think that we're all mm. collectively as a, you know, as an existence of humans constantly trying to do, mm. trying to go back to that, that way of like being connected to ourselves. So it's really awesome that you've found like the yeah. mediums that you yeah. have. Because it's like super inspiring to watch what like unfolds from like your creative journey. Mm. Yeah. So we've got some pretty epic <laughs> conversations to be had on this podcast. Um, a lot of the focus I think for this podcast was really understanding what the creative journey is. Yeah. Um, opposed to like the hero's journey, which you know is quite. Like it's quite, yeah, it's quite dramatic. <laughs> That's totally the word. But I mean, the, same, same the creative journeys yeah. also can be quite dramatic. But yeah. sometimes you can just sit down, and you don't need to go off on a, a massive adventure. Sometimes just sitting down with your own ideas and thoughts can create so much abundance for you, and really mm. wanting to put that into a way that supports the community and yourself um, can be really exciting. So. I feel like the hero's journey too has an end point because it's an end point when they save the day and they finish. But like creative, it's never ending. 
Like, it just you, cycles just back around. Yeah. Like, you're just like, and now I'm back to square one. Yeah. <laughs> and now I've got to go on the journey again. Yeah, you get, like, deeper and deeper into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. totally. Come, always coming back. Yeah. There's, there's an uh, explore, exploration phase. Mm. And you come back to, after learning and studying so much in that exploration, you come back and you're like, oh, wow, like, I'm, like, so lit up. Like, now I want to do this. Mm. And now I want to try that. Yeah, it literally doesn't end. It's yeah, all, ever. You're just <laughs> at the end of your life and you're like, Ugh. Yeah, pretty much. Even then. <laughs> Even then, you're, yeah, you're probably still still like, flowing away yeah. somewhere and embodying into someone else and you're going to yeah. come back. So maybe like perfectly in one world, like you two will come back like your energies mm. will fuse while they're away and then you come back as one kid. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. 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 <laughs> That'd be pretty nuts. Yeah, that would. I feel sorry for the parents that have like a yeah. lot of hands. <laughs> so much energy. <laughs> so, okay. So the first topic that we um, kind of wanted to talk about today was um, we, we're all being the writers of our journey and really understanding that you know, this, these like, these images that we have of ourselves, you know, those can be the true us. They can also be ego and be like layers that aren't us. Mm -hmm. And so it's really about understanding the creative journey as a way of expression and a way of coming to states of being more realized in yourself, but also like just like creating really cool shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, so what like obviously like we're all we've all got our own business mm. so we've all experienced a creative journey and i think the first thing i'd like to talk about was when you first started like some of those thoughts and those ideas that would come up in your head that may be like a there's like limiting beliefs like oh mm. like you know i can't make a business out of you know painting or mm. sketching or creating felted stuff or selling plants or doing workshops it doesn't seem like mm. it's a sustainable future but you know we're all here and we're doing it so what like what comes up for you when you think back to that time i know i for years when i was because i was drawing and i was doing commissions casually whilst working in hospitality people would ask me like oh would you make like a job out of this and I just thought that was the most ludicrous thing. I was mm. like, no way, it's just a hobby. And I'd always say to people, maybe when I'm 50, I've got a house, I've got my children, then I'll pursue art. Like, yeah. I put this big timestamp on it. It's like, it's something I can do essentially when I retire. And for it to evolve, it kind of, as it was evolving, I was like, oh, it is possible. But I would keep getting things come up where I'd be like, oh, am I allowed to do this almost? Yeah. Like, it was like a permission thing because you're not taught in society that you are allowed to live a life like this. Mm. So I was always questioning, like, am I, should I be doing this? Like, is this the right thing? Like, am I screwing up my life? Because, yeah, like, totally. not many other people were doing it that I knew at the time. But as you kind of step into it, it becomes so much more possible. Oh, totally, yeah. totally. I feel like, um, for me, I um, went to go study a fine arts degree and I was, like, the last cohort to go through at Newcastle University as fine arts because the university got rid of that degree because... Pretty much no one was paying back their hex debts from, from my degree. And they're like, look, we are not making any money out of you guys. Um, and so I like, I, I just, I just didn't know what I was doing. Like I was like, mm. I was 18 years old. And I was like, I need to do something. So I love creating. I was, I'll go do a fine arts degree. And then like the university cut that degree and they're like, the, the 
energy from the university was pretty much like, oh, can you guys just like hurry up, finish your degree and get out of here so we can just get rid of you. And so like when I had like a existential crisis at like like kind of midway through my degree being like, what am I doing? Like what am I doing something super pointless? Am I like racking up like a hex debt? nothing like what's what am I even doing um and then it just even took me like a whole like kind of stepping away from what like the university for thinks about a fine arts degree what like um society thinks about creative work and just like getting away from it all and then surrounding myself with other creative people to be like wow I actually really value the work I do I have a heap to give to society and like I'm not just like a burden like what the university was kind of making it out to be so and you feel so much happier as well oh it's so much happier how did you find your journey with it yeah it was really interesting because I was still on the corporate scene when I launched my business Mm. and I thought yeah it'd just be like the side hustle something that I was not being stimulated at work so I would have this side hustle that I could really like Mm you know, like, be creative and, like, not have all these documents tell me, no, you can't do that. All these people going, no, like, that's a stupid idea. Mm. Like, you know, like, no idea is stupid. Mm. Um, You know, everything that we think and we live and we feel, those are all valid things. And, like, yeah, two themes that came up for you are similar to mine is, number one, I didn't have the community that supported me and, like, um, lit me up when I I spoke and, like, had ideas and thoughts. Mm -hmm. Um, And number two, yeah, like, these, um, these, like, unsaid expectations of us as humans that we had to, like, work a, you know, nine-to-five job all the way till we'll, you know... Mm. I know by the time we're retiring it might be like 68 at this point <laughs> yeah, like it's if, ridiculous or if, if ever like yeah. honestly <laughs> so um I was just I was just like fine like I'll just um I'll just keep doing what my parents had told or what they did and also um you know like just what just what I think I'm meant to be doing which mm. totally was part of that ego part mm. that actually mm. wasn't me um at, at, at my rawest person you had to connect if you could just like connect pull the bullshit out of the way and just plug directly into my heart mm. you know there was this big like thing that needed that needed to be expressed and felt but it just wasn't getting that mm-hmm. so and yeah. it's interesting how unnurtured like that little bit of light is how you're saying a funny community that lights you up mm. which is like your heart space and the thing that gives you passion but that part of people is so disregarded as oh, a whole totally. and then the, the cycle continues because you know someone's like light might have been squashed so if they see someone else with this idea they think oh you can't do that because theirs is being squashed they're like well you can't do that either mm. like that's not doable because i've been told it's not doable and it just kind of repeats this loop until you get people breaking out of it yeah and being like light yourselves up like you can do this like totally. being really passionate and you can live that life yeah. Yeah. I think for creative people, like, community is everything, is what I found. Mm. Like, I, I feel like my business wouldn't have been possible if it wasn't for, like, finding the community in Newcastle that I have now, which is, like, like almost, like, sometimes I think about it and I'm like, I always want to cry. <laughs> like, it's kind of overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, yeah, there's, like, such a beautiful arts community in Newcastle and it's, like, super wholesome mm. and everyone's, like, so supportive. And I think, like, um, that was exactly what I needed. I needed to, like... Um, like when I was kind of setting everything up and wanting to like do this full time, uh, I needed to kind of shed like out of like my old like unhealthy childhood patterns, and then like that came with like this whole evolving and finding the right people and like mm. yeah, and then it was like 
everything just all like aligned perfectly and that it was all the, the help of community so. moving from a concept or an idea and really moving it into um like moving through all the details like setting up the brand making some type of social media presence like really moving it from an idea into something that someone is gonna like look at it it creates value for them they like become attached to some sense of them seeing themselves with your products or mm. with your ideas or they get some state of like reflection out of it like they have some type of connection, connection. with it and then they you know they walk up to you and go hey like you know you're an amazing artist i want to support you or mm. you're creative that i really want to see keep doing things so here's some money and i'd love to have some of your things like where you know where did that happen for a lot of you guys where you like did did you yeah. did we just sitting in a room and you're like man I've just been felting like heaps of stuff and now I need to just make a business out of it or um I I'm, I'm thinking I can't remember I think I um like started well I, I guess I've been felting for a while and I did a lot of like soft sculpturey stuff when I was at uni um making more like um art pieces and then I slowly started like entering into the world of like wearable art and making it a little bit more um kind of like viable I guess um because like soft sculptures like don't get me wrong like people obviously buy pieces of art like and like eccentric weird pieces of art but like obviously if you can wear it, it has a bit more of a purpose and like so I kind of went like kind of started combining skills of like art and fashion together um and then when I like started posting photos on Instagram about it people were like can you make me a hat and I was like okay like sure like and then that's like, kind of where it started where people like actually showed interest and i was like oh okay this is like a thing that people see value in okay like oh yeah i'm like i'm into it too like great <laughs> so that's kind of probably where it started for me mm. i'd say mine is pretty similar as well mm. i remember selling even some like small drawings in school like i just like be doodling all the time or drawing i remember a guy being like hey like can you draw like an elephant like for my girlfriend for her birthday and i'd be like yeah sure and I literally used to charge, like, when I'm in school and just after school. If people would ask me to draw something, I would charge, like, 40 bucks for, like, an original. <laughs> which now... <laughs> and I wouldn't take any prints either. Like, I would just give them the original straight off. And just, like, would... Because you just feel so honoured. Yeah, that totally. someone even wants to give you money. That it didn't cross my mind that it was a business. Like, I'd just be like, yeah, here's this original art. Woo! Um, and then, yeah, kind of, like, it was, like, it's kind of, I guess that supply and demand thing yeah mm. and you're just like oh there is some value in this and i feel like as creatives too you're always your own worst critic yes so yeah. you probably see your value last yeah most likely unless you have an incredible just belief in yourself from the start which is would be amazing yeah um, but i feel like that's taken quite a while to be like oh i see my value and i see how many hours it takes me to draw this that now you, you know you charge for your time and energy and i guess that's where that business model starts to come into play yeah I and, yeah something that's really important that you both just mentioned and even i mentioned mm. is just by creating and then putting it out there into the world so people can see it actually refines the process of you finding your niche in the world mm. and like finding the form of what how it's meant to get out there like the community actually builds a lot of that by interacting with you. Like you don't even know really how you're creating value until you've like put it out there in the world. Like you're actually mm. sharing it's it. It's kind of like a call and response thing and you just yeah. keep putting stuff out all the time yeah. and 
the like the world or the universe will just tell you what you're meant to be doing yeah, yeah totally yeah. <laughs> 100%. yeah like yeah and it's beautiful like mm. you just stimulate yourself like the money the money is like a whole not- like that's a whole nother battle like when you mm. actually start putting value um like talk to any creative the whole the whole per- like the whole um process of putting value on your things that you're creating can be some of the most challenging things where you're like mm. you know what you're saying like the value that you see in it like you're you're your biggest critic mm. like you don't really know how much and sometimes the things that we're creating don't even exist in the world so yeah. how do you put a, a how do you put a price on, on especially yeah. too when i feel like money as a whole is so it's just not right the way we view it as a society mm. like it yeah. took me like probably four to five months when I was like, when I was starting my business, it took me four to five months to do like money healing work that I could actually be comfortable with it and comfortable accepting abundance for my art. Like, ex- yeah. oh my gosh, such yes. a big process. Nail, like, hit the nail on the head. I yeah. feel like I'm here now working out this money situation. Like, I was like, really took me by surprise. Like, I, I kind of realized I was like, okay, mixing like my creative energy with like this money thing is going to be hard to navigate. But when I was like actually living and breathing it, I was like, holy shit this is like full on and I was just like and I just was like started getting this like I hate money and I hate capitalism and I was like that's so not the energy that you need in this world like you kind of have to reconstruct your whole view on it yeah totally totally because mm. I was just like I was like uh capitalism is just a, a tool really at the end of the day and we can use it for, for good like if you're like supporting you and your friends businesses like you actually see the effect that how like if you support small business like it actually just comes around and like mm. you can see how that actually is really useful for the world especially when um businesses are making really um sustainable choices um yeah, and i really like that saying that kind of wraps into that but that's like you can't receive money if your hand's closed onto a note yes like, so i always use that i like, have like as a really like visual thing like holding on to ten dollars and like how you if you're gripping that so tightly and holding on to your money and not releasing it back into the world to a certain extent like how are you going to receive any yeah. with a closed hand so yeah keeping that cycle going as well because money is energy and you can't restrict it obviously not just chucking all your money out the street and be like now give me back a button <laughs> i guess like sensibly but yeah just understanding that concept of putting back into businesses yeah exactly. i guess like ethical money spending exactly yeah. exactly and you um what i love about it is like so many of our friends have their own businesses and i mm. love supporting yeah. them and it's really nice so because like they like even for an example um i had a workshop and um if i didn't sell so much um like you know a certain amount of tickets i wasn't gonna buy i like wouldn't have had the money to buy a ticket to my other friend's workshop but i did because all my friends were supporting me and then i got to support my other friend and then you just mm. saw this nice circle and you're like yeah i actually feel really good about this energy exchange mm. which is and so that has totally um reconstructed how i viewed money but i'm still on that journey and it's like actually really like really hard to navigate it really because mm. it takes a toll on like your creative energy like i felt i've definitely felt really burnt out at times because I've just been like I mean like stressed like and I've been thinking like um how to make this financially viable and like that's been super stressful and then it just like totally um diminishes your creative um flow and so then that, like you're trying to hack that is like a whole thing it's a lot. how yeah. have you found that from corporate to creative in the money sense yeah there's this actually you know money wasn't too bad because i had priced up so many jobs you really start to understand like the raw ingredients Mm. like what you're physically buying like how much time you're taking 
and then starting to put gross margin on things. Mm. Like all that was business sense that I naturally just learned from corporate, which I'm very, very thankful mm. for. Just getting spreadsheets, filling it up with information, really looking at the numbers mm. and then really like, you know, these resources are very heavily available on the internet to start looking at like, what should your gross margin be? Yeah. Like how can you grow your business in a really... Um, in a way that's really sustainable for you and for the business and like who should be marketing to. So all these like core concepts like that were something that was kind of second nature to me, but something that really came out from, I guess what you guys are talking about was how you actually show up as a brand and how you market yourself. Cause you can actually mm. be quite authentic as like a one man, one woman powerhouse creating you get to define the colors, the, the layout, the video, the content, like you get to define all that. Mm -hmm. So you can actually really actually complement the, the typical models by just being yourself in mm -hmm. that world, you know? And I also kind of feel like there's like, there's, there's like a business me, there's like an Urban Botanica Collective version of me mm. that people see and then there's actually me um, as a human, which is kind of a weird concept to, to say, but it's like you actually kind of need to have those hats. Yeah, I agree. Um, because otherwise you become too personal um, mm. and your time will just be gone. Like, um, so there's, yeah, there's this uh, certain way that I appear and I, I am with my business. And then there's a certain way that I am just as a human. Not that they're different, they're just two hats that I do put on as It's as kind a of just human. embodying different parts of yourself or stepping into those like different alter egos mm -hmm. where I think I was listening to a podcast about this and yeah, this guy was saying like he really steps into his like work personality and he's super productive, but as soon as he steps like through the door when he gets home, he's he's a dad. He's yeah. a father, he's there for his children and it's guess it's just like you're separating all those segments of your life so you can turn up to like your fullest potential, I guess. Totally. Yeah. 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 And even getting back to like that idea of like where like the authors of our own novels um, and like kind of like you kind of get to pick the character you want to play mm. and uh, and obviously if you're the author like sure make <laughs> make, <laughs> make as many characters as you like for yourself and like step into them and like I think like I like that kind of as a metaphor for life and mm. it's pretty interesting because you really do I, I feel like I like um, for my business step into this like full like fun pixie like cheeky little thing whatever <laughs> and like that's kind of like the person you see it will see it like the markets and like mm. it's because it just like embodies everything that's fun and playful mm. and it's good to like but like that's not not that that's not me as well but it's like, just a different it's just different expressions of yourself yeah totally. and it's just like pulling them out like i find for business i have definitely like almost two like i have that side but yeah. then i have like quite a serious side which gets all the admin done and like gets i imagine you'd be the same like just gets all the like nitty gritty stuff done and creates opportunities and really gets a bit serious in a way. Yeah, totally. But then they, you need that yin yang. Um, but I, I really love the challenges. To be so honest. do I. I really do yeah. love them. It really gets me up in the morning. Like I don't think I've ever been this like this happy. Like for, <laughs> like you know what I, mean? I feel so alive when I wake up in the morning and like that's because you have the polarities of like it being really super hard and then like mm. when you make those little wins and you're like mm. yes. Yes, but like even just like getting back to like how we've got all this on our plate, I think as like another important point to touch on is like 
rest. I was just about to oh. say that before. It's like, like a scepter. Yeah. yeah. Like that in itself is so important. Like I, uh, I personally need a lot of rest. Like otherwise I get really burnt out. Um, and I think like my, ma- like <laughs> Julie and I were talking about this one day yeah. about how like, we're just like, yeah, like, so like a maximum of like four hours of productive work a day. And I was like, that's literally me. That's um, me as well. Yeah. Like honestly four hours. And I feel like that must be everyone because like, even if you mm. have to do like a seven, eight hour day at work, like do you actually think that you like, yeah. send it for like seven or eight hours like no like that's so not a thing yeah. like i like to sometimes even take a nap in the middle of the day yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'm a massive like fan for naps yeah i love them like yeah. you know like i don't like to drink coffee a lot but sometimes it might be a cacao or some oh, type yeah. of medicinal stimulant you know it might whatever it is you just take it and then like right when you're feeling really sleepy and then you go sleep and literally, you don't even need to set an alarm. The stimulant will just mm. hit your bloodstream, and then you'll like come out of it, and you're like, "Yeah, <laughs> let's go write that content." Yeah. yeah, like you're like you're just ready to go, you know. And napping is like it's actually a really productive way because mm. it means that you can actually so getting the right amount of sleep at night, like you can actually like that. It's not crucial that we get like eight hours of sleep per per day. Like, mm. you know, we can actually play with that when we're having little these little rest periods in our day. Mm. Whether that is just laying down or going to the beach and just dropping into that um, parasympathetic state. Mm. Like, as creatives, like, I feel like that's... Because we're so stimulated and we're out there doing things all the time, that rest period is actually super, like, important to us functioning yeah. um, and, and staying on the path as well. I feel like rest... Like even just those short breaks is should be more important to just everyone as a whole. Because you think about it, sometimes I flash over my days and I really have to make a conscious effort to stop. Because sometimes I just look at my day and I think from the moment I've woken up, I'm like thinking, doing, thinking, doing, thinking, doing, thinking, doing, and then you're like, okay, quick time to go to bed, and I go to sleep and go rest time. But it's like I didn't give myself an edgeways in like through the day, just half an hour or twenty minutes to sit, stop, and be like take a breath, look at some trees. Mm. Like, it's actually incredible how much we don't stop. But yes, that rest is so important. Totally. For that downtime and, like, real downtime. Because I find sometimes, even in my downtime, I'm still actively doing a lot. Yeah, same. I I really struggle to slow down. And I I know I really, really need it. Like, I need to slow down to speed back up again. Yeah. And so... It's more clarity, too. Yeah, it's more clarity. And, Mm. yeah, but it's just really hard. Yeah. Which is excitable, Bean. Practice, like work, work in progress yeah. yeah so the way i envision that because it's something i've experienced especially like if you're having a relationship with food where you're like really trying to get healthy about what food you're eating mm. your natural intuition into what your gut and your body wants to eat will get better mm. and i feel like that's the same as like tuning into your like your energy like like how you're genuinely feeling in moments in your day and going like I actually do need rest right now. Mm. Or like, I could go for rest, but I actually feel like I, like right now I'm feeling like I can really write a lot. So mm. I, sh- I will write a little bit more because that's, I'm really content doing that. So actually tuning, really tuning in to those like subtle, the subtle parts of our life, which I feel like that's where all the gold mm. is. I do that every day in the sense of like, I'll set 
I have Sundays I plan my week, like what I'm going to achieve each day for work wise. But every morning I'll get up and be like, imagine the day and really sit into like, what do I want to do today? And sometimes it'll be the things I was going to do on Thursday end up doing Monday. Just because it's too. just what you feel like doing and it, the results are better if your energy's like, yeah, I want to do that. Totally. Mm. I like, I try to um, be a bit more like, um, set out with what I'm doing or like especially like when I want to make a bunch of like like let's just say I'm like okay I really want to get a bunch of fairy wings done but like I don't just sit there and make fairy wings like I'll like be like yeah, no I want to make this random thing no a toadstool lady <laughs> yeah totally and so I'm just like I'm just like well that will all get done in good time it's not going to happen all this week it's just going to get I, I'm just a bit mm. of like I like just scattered around and I just like my creative flow just like I'm over here I'm over there I don't know what's overly like the most productive way but it to go. all kind of works yeah. out like you always think everything gets done on time yeah totally everything works out and you look back and you're like oh, I've achieved everything I want to achieve and it just has its own flow you just let it go yeah like, I'm just a, I'm yeah. just a bit, of, um, bit chaotic in my, my creative yeah. flow I'm just really messy I'm just like <laughs> for me when I heard that I just like before you even said it I was just like productivity levels low <laughs> <laughs> like, and I like, like, yeah. Because, like, for me, even if I, you know, it's really interesting. If I don't feel creatively, like, I'm. Is that a corporate thing? It, it might be. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to do a terrarium production run, I mm. know it takes me 15 minutes to build every terrarium. Mm. And despite what I'm feeling in that moment, if I actually just sit down with it, I will just do the seven runs, the seven mm. that I plan to make because. I know by doing it will stimulate me to keep doing it. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. So it's like really, but that, I feel like that's the male. That's no, like a classic male mind. It's just like I'm just gonna like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. just gonna like grunt through this. Like, and we're like, oh, should we make a cup of tea? Oh, what's this? Oh, I might just arrive for a bit. Okay, now I'll do a bit of like. Ooh. So <laughs> interesting if we all had a studio together just to like yeah. have this time lapse video over us, just watching us do our days. And over like a week, and then just fast forward it. Yeah, like, it would and be watch so where we move and like interesting. That, yeah. It'd be so so interesting. Yeah. I feel um, especially like with Minecraft felting I would say is very feminine like the way it works is like a really feminine flow and so and especially when I'm doing custom work for people I feel like I really give it a lot of attention and I'm like I'm like for anyone that doesn't know what felting is like I'm pretty much meshing together wool to become felt with water and soap so I'm like putting my hands in it and I'm like I feel like the term sensual massage sensual yeah. massage <laughs> just yeah, real totally, totally. and I'm putting and I just like and I'm like really like thinking of that person it's good if I actually kind of know them in person because I can like really get a, their vibe and it's like really you know uh, put my yeah, embodying yeah it, yeah. yeah and then like the felt comes out like that like yeah. it kind of comes out like with that energy so I I don't know, like, my craft is very, like, so feminine that I feel like it just kind of works. Like, it's yeah. like, it doesn't want to be, like, done in a production yeah. mind. It's a little weird. <laughs> it has a mind of its own. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, I hope you're enjoying the episode. Just a little reminder that the online store uh, stocks a amazing mix of products um, from medicinal mushrooms to propagation stations, terrariums, um, and lots of new cool stuff coming your way very soon. Um, medicinal mushrooms have an amazing medicinal effects to be able to support your mind, your body, uh, in whatever whatever day looks like for you. If you want to learn more about medicinal mushrooms, you can. 
head on over to at urban underscore botanica underscore collective in the bio there is a top eight medicinal mushroom uh, webpage which i've designed to break down all the amazing benefits of medicinal mushrooms without further ado let's jump back into the discussion Yeah, I really wanted to talk about, I, I guess, as a core concept, how um, creative competition, if we can get those words and really change what that means, I guess, maybe for society and what we're trying to develop as a group. Because it's not really competitive in the way that, like, I'm going to come in and, like, elbow barge you out of the way. <laughs> and then, like, the next Once person, like, I'm just going to, like, like <laughs> slide tackle someone out and take their legs out and keep running. And then I want to get across the finish line first. It's not about that. It's about a collective experience of developing, like, a really cool culture in mm. our local communities. And so, like, for you guys, like, what does that really like invoke in you guys like when you um when you like find someone else that's also doing something that's like super cool and like inspiring and you just like get to like sit down have a good conversation with them and you just like really hear about why they're creating and why they show up like that i feel like that's really powerful Mm. totally i would say like collaboration not competition is is key um and i and i think the arts really like leads itself to collaboration much easier than probably some other industries um, which is really nice but like even for instance like so Julie and I had a um, market stall next to each other on the weekend and like we really like did really well just to like um, kind of promote each other like yeah. Julie was wearing a hat I made her and and then like people would walk past and like oh I've seen it. I see that you've been doing your shopping next door. <laughs> and then uh, and Julia would be like, um, away away at the bathroom or something and then like I'd see like people like looking at her stuff and I was like, Oh yeah, like I just can't believe how amazing this this girl is. Like wow. Like, <laughs> and like I'm only like just talking her up, just like and they're like, Wow, this is epic and I was like, Yeah, I know she like told me like I think like fifty hours or something went into this piece and they're like, What? And I'm like, Yeah, it's not so <laughs> But like like that. that kind of energy is just really nice and like that's how you um both succeed really Mm. i feel like to moving away from competition too is also moving away from this like really bad system as a like i think capitalism i guess it wraps into that of just like having to compete and having to make more all the time Mm. is just so catastrophic in a way because it's just causing rifts between like people and more making more like focus on money but then when you like rip out that competition you are just focusing on like one yourself and what you're doing and if you love it yeah and two you're supporting other people yeah so it just makes it like a happier world yeah definitely um (laughs) in general and i I guess if we look to nature and we see how like the the plants all work and collaborate together Mm. and it's kind of like if like one species or something is getting out of hand there'll be like something else that will just take it out it's just like no 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 no, man like we're all on the same level here like and it'll just balance each other out and i'm like that's just pretty much what we're really striving for right like we all just want the best for each other and we like you know without unity yeah yeah exactly without Mm. getting so greedy um we can all you know succeed together and thrive just like nature does Mm. I am so happy that you brought up nature because that was going to be like my next step for this conversation. <laughs> Considering we're on a podcast called Born from Nature, yeah. I feel like nature um, time. We're, we're so inspired by that world. And I just really quickly just wanted to 
um, t just touch on why it's so important that we do as creatives really support and promote um, the cross exchange or this these like opportunities of collaboration being open to wanting to to work with other people that are creative because like the, the dictionary meaning for competition is the activity or condition of striving to gain or win something by defeating or establishing superior superiority over others mm. so i mean let's be real um yeah nature that just does not work it like look at that model like that model of creation and collaboration and parasitic killing nature like that that is like so many millions of years of like you know friction and 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 like things just like working with each other some just going hey like you're getting too big we're all going to work together to kill you now <laughs> like you know like it's just it's so it's so amazing to really look at that system and look at the outcomes of it mm. like it's created some of the most crucial foundations to the world living like every second we can <sighs> just let in a massive amount of air and we're supported by nature mm. like we we are so um like it's just so epic to see really what a diverse um culture that is really um really coming together what it can create you know mm. it can create some pretty epic stuff like stuff that you could come in from an engine like from an engineering perspective and be like man that root structure that's like the way that's all interwoven into those other trees and how they're all supporting each other like that's epic otherwise those trees wouldn't be able to stand so tall like they're all mm. together and interlocking with each other to really like support each other you know mm. like that's really epic to watch watch that and then relate to it and be like that could be us three yeah like we're just these big ass fig trees in the middle of an urban concrete jungle and we're all really like locking mm. in with each other and we're supporting each other um, and that's really beautiful. Like mm -hmm. that's really that really like lights me up to know that that's a relationship that I could have with other people. You know, mm -hmm. like it's quite empowering to know that if you're not feeling okay, you do have other people. You can just look at their world and be like, man, like not to like compare myself, but just be like, yeah, like it really lights me up how authentically that person mm -hmm. is showing up to create. You know, it it is an art form, and it's not something that's like really you know it's meant to be forced or it's mm. meant to be something that you know is meant to be competitive mm. it's really about coming together yeah yeah i feel like it's like i feel like overall too as i don't know maybe i'm hopeful but i feel like the world is slowly coming to that because we do live in a really segmented society where we do separate everything and like yeah distance everyone but it feels like there's like a swing Oh, totally. Like it's really happening. Mm. Like everyone realizing, so. like, hey, we're not just individual beings. We can't go around just doing whatever we want or like, you know, being competitive with people, being mean to people. It's like, oh no, we have, we're actually all connected, and it's all, all like, is a flow-on effect. And mm. as well, within within like just building on the capitalist model, small business is going to have to play a pivotal role in actually developing our country. Yeah. Like oh, totally. small business is going to be, you know, we're here where we can directly support our community in many different ways. Mm. Um, and we can create value in a way that government just can't. Mm. So, you know, taking the 
pressure off the government to be putting so much energy into like creating community and really putting that energy maybe more towards arts and small businesses and people who are really just there with the community mm, and creating localizing yeah everything. localizing yeah. Yeah. yeah local like it's I, I, it's my mantra. It's yeah. like been my mantra. <laughs> Local change for global change. Like yeah. we can become living models. This city can mm. potentially become a living model of what could be possible somewhere else. Mm. You know, like there's so many amazing people here creating. Mm. So it's really amazing um, to see that. I'm excited to see it unfold too. Like I feel yeah. like it's really pushing like out from the undergrowth. Like it's really exciting to see like even over the next year or like two years, like how that's going to keep evolving. Yeah, totally. Because it's been changing so fast. I'm excited to see what we... You know, we've already collaborated um, on, what, two projects yeah. now together. Um, and I'm just excited also for what we create Same. together. Yeah. Because we're... <laughs> Julie and I are birthing up something oh else as well. So, like... Yeah. Oh yeah, so, yeah. like, Julie and I are, like... We're, like, kind of, like, the feminine force. And we need your, like, masculine <laughs> direction to... Because we're, we're birthing up something. We're, like, yeah. And then we need you to... Maybe put a bit of direction on it. So we'll, we'll I feel like <laughs> I kind of want to just put a skirt on. Yeah, put a skirt and on. And maybe help with the birthing. I got some really cute pixie skirts for you. Yeah, well, I I feel like... I feel like we kind of balance I, each other. I feel like you birth things in and... I don't know, I feel like we all... Yeah. Yeah, we've, we've actually... Get a, we get along quite well, actually. It's, um, it's really amazing because... I feel like that uh, communication, like we're all from completely different worlds of mm. up, like being brought up, yeah, like completely different industries, but somehow we can still come together at the table and collectively create things together with mm. very different foundations, but they all complement support each other in this really like organic like beautiful way yeah so yeah. like and everything works really like so the three of us worked on we created a pixie video which we have to finish editing that's only <laughs> yeah. it's a big that project bit. that's a huge project yeah but that's a, that's a project that's, coming soon yeah coming soon and the other one is we did a water tank together but even just i think none we, of we us pa- we painted we painted a water tank sorry yeah. not did a water tank. <laughs> we built we, got our bloody <laughs> drills out and we, we built, built this little fucking water tank <laughs> water tank business Um, (laughs) (laughs) next project um but yeah through that process i think none of us like shut any of our ideas down and we just support it and we hear each other like it's so important to be like seen and heard fully and i feel like the three of us really like have the space for each other to like see and hear each other so it just yeah, yeah, it was really fun to work on. Totally, and I think like mm. I feel like all of us like when it comes to creative things, we're really encouraging. Like mm. I remember there was like a time when I was like painting this section of the water tank, and I was like to Julia, I was like, I don't know about it. I don't really like it. Like I think I don't know something about it. She's like, no, 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 no. Like you look, you if you put like a little bit of white here to highlight it, it'll just like, and then you put like the little details here, it'll like look fantastic. Or like just keep going. And then I did that, and I was like, Julia, look. <laughs> Or like anyone would say like oh I think I might just do a bit of this we're like yeah, yeah. Woo. <laughs> like send it <laughs> it's you know actually I feel like that was actually technically like Julia got engaged for that for that um mural project on that water tank and uh, yeah there was totally like multiple times I was like man I just don't know what I'm meant to be doing right now <laughs> and you and Julia just like I know all those years of like the workshop teaching or something like she's got this natural skill that she's like 
just naturally learnt by teaching and mm. like putting herself out there to like want to run these things that now in real life as an fully embodied human <laughs> she's just now a natural teacher like she's just like oh just like you know really <laughs> gently she's like oh you just like why don't you just like add some little spots and maybe like you know you're really good at those like flowy lines so do some flowy lines and I'll just be like okay yeah, yeah, yeah I'll do some flowy lines Julia and then like by the end of it I'm like sitting back on my bed like damn like, I didn't even know I could do that like you know it's crazy and I feel like that's that's totally the creative mm. journey. Like and I you... feel like it goes both ways. Like, I remember doing some really weird dots in the water tank, and I was, like, standing thinking out, and, like, oh, they look real strange. And then, you, like, Monty just comes along and be like, that one doesn't look right. Or something, you came along and just gave me that, like, constructive, really, <laughs> like, thing being like, that. what is that one doing? And I'm like, thank you. Like, it's yeah. not just me being, like, overcritical. It, is some... it was actually a bit funny. I, it? like, <laughs> I literally would not, like, I would actually, because we're, like, the reason why we're creating sometimes we're just in it having that having people yeah. to actually come in and give you constructive yeah, it's like, so helpful. creative feedback is like one of my favorite things mm. to actually create maybe more structure or less structure it kind of pushes you further then you're like thank you i needed that backing to yeah. make that little decision yeah agree and now i can keep going yeah 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 totally like i love having cheerleaders but i just as much love having people come in and just you know little sh- chin strokes like mm, yeah i don't know how i feel about that you know like maybe it could be like a little bit longer or whatever like it it's super appreciated mm. um i think yeah it's all about that balance yeah um so we i'm think we're we're, we're kind of here now um and this is like one of my it's like one of my favorite parts of the podcast because it's a really a, a point of like reflection um for really i guess what someone's journey has been and you know if you you guys could i guess go back in time and talk to like the younger julia or the younger courtney like and just sit down with them like heart to heart like i don't know when you were 16 18 whenever you had these visions of like wanting to be something like what would you what would you tell them I actually do this regularly as a practice. Like, oh, wonderful. Um, yeah, so practice. just kind of when I get through something. So, for example, like when I had my first exhibition or something that makes me so nervous and so terrified, once I get through it and I do it, I just like mentally go back in my mind to that really terrified version of myself. And I think this is something mum taught me as well. Oh, and just go back and be like, you've got this, keep going. Like, I think that's honestly, it's so short and sweet, but just like, I just mentally send myself back or if I'm doing like emotional healing mm. from things that have kind of like traumatized me or something like back back in the day I'll just go back to that like 17 year old self and just be like You've, you're gonna be alright you're fine and I constantly know whenever I'm going through something tough I always have that little voice in the back of my head being like you're gonna be fine you've yeah. got this and I know it's my future self has already gone through it oh that's so beautiful yeah. that's, I, <laughs> that's a really beautiful practice mm, wow. yeah but yeah Okay. <laughs> oh, well, I'd say to, say to my younger self, I would say, um, uh, not to, I, like, I was, like, so obsessed with, like, trying to get somewhere really quickly, um, and that, like, I felt like, uh, I don't know why, I was, like, 19 or something and feeling like I needed to, like, really be succeeding within the next, mm. like, couple of years or something, and I was, like, and, like, I would just say to myself, like, these things take time and, like, don't, don't stress and enjoy the journey as well. Because that's what, you know. So yeah, totally, totally. 
Yeah, that's powerful. Yeah, that um, is so powerful. Both that both those were really loved me, like mm. as yeah. as a practice, but also a remembrance. Because I feel mm. like we're constantly remembering. Mm. Like we already actually know all the answers, and we already have a path that's already been, you know, that Later. the world is providing for us. So mm. to actually just remember that we are supported, and um, yeah, to just what's, enjoy the journey. That's what's yours? What's mine? Yeah. You know what? Um, for me, it's you know, it's probably made me super emotional. Um, if you cry, I'll cry. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's really rough. Like some of the things that I have been through to be, I guess myself today has been super super rough. Like I've really been at the edge and like really down. Um, a lot in my life like had a pretty um, pretty intense journey through the younger years of my life and so I think really um, just for me like just letting myself feel my emotions mm. like so often I would just um, just literally just not want to feel what I was feeling because I was afraid of feeling and so really, for me, a lot of my practice is actually slowing down and just figuring out what my existence is in this life. Mm -hmm. And a constant state of looking at the horizon, like what is coming up for me, but also being completely where I am. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, because yeah, I'm similar to just enjoying the journey, yeah. just really slowing down and connecting with myself so that when I'm creating, I'm really creating something that's from me mm. and not from something that's not me. Um, you know, it's it's been a really long journey. Um, so I find, I mean, I'm only 28. Mm. So there's so much more to go and there's so much more to create. So yeah, I think just just slowing down and, and really being present, but also having grand visions for yourself like really like dig deep and be like what really fucking lights me up yeah. like what's really just gonna like put that that creative energy into a furnace and just like the <laughs> furnace is gonna break because it just explodes with so much love you yeah. know like that's what really lights me up that's what brings goosebumps to my skin mm. so yeah thank you yeah, yeah. thank you for sharing yeah. Monty. that was beautiful yeah so beautiful yeah. it's yeah i I feel um, super blessed to have spent the time with you guys to really mm. um, connect and share share our journey and um, yeah I'm looking forward to what we create in the future and um, mm. what we're creating right now. Yeah, yeah it's so exciting. Yeah, like I'm it's, so excited. Yeah, <laughs> like just like in a short time, the three of us have just been like hanging out and collaborating. It's yeah, it's just so beautiful, and you're like, there's going to be so many magical things come out of the end yeah <laughs> do you guys feel like there's anything else that you feel called to want to share Ooh. i don't know i guess like um if you do feel called to start mm. your own business or start your own creative pursuit or whatever it is that gets you up in the morning i really do highly recommend just just going for it and just like giving it a go um because mm. like the worst that can happen is that you I don't know, it just doesn't work out, but they'll just like, it will just add to your life's journey and it will just like add that bit more spice to your life that will just add more spice in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I agree too. 
I second that. (laughs) And I think to just believe in yourself, like I know through my creative journey too, I've also gone through lots of shedding of like people around me and just trusting that like I've had small periods of my like life where I've been lonely like haven't really had any close friends trusting that your people are coming that is the biggest thing because sometimes you're like maybe I just should go back to you know like my party ways or these ways and then I'll have like friends again but just wait it out and your true people will come yeah I second that also yeah Yeah, I you know it's it's a classic saying but they you know when your mind has been opened up to what is possible mm. and you've seen a whole like greener pasture on the mm. other side you won't want to go back no. you want to keep going forward and you actually mm. realize the the journey of growth is actually so much fun yeah thanks thanks for having us on your podcast monty yeah <laughs> yeah it was like yeah genuinely it's been a, a moment in time that I've been wanting to do for so long. It's been a few yeah. months in the making. So, yeah, thank you again for coming in and sharing your light with um, me and the viewers. And, yeah, really yeah. appreciate our friendship. Oh, well, thank you, Monty. Like, yeah. this has been really awesome. This is my first podcast. So, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, hopefully more to come. Yeah. Mm. yeah season two is going to be delicious. Hey, guys, I hope you really enjoyed that episode with Courtney and Julia. And after weaving this whole thing together, this episode, I've really realized there's no linear path that is the correct way. Like life is really so unknown to us and the the way that we move forward is just by feeling and, and learning every day. So, you know, if you want to see a little bit more about Julia and Courtney, you can, you can head over to their um, links. They're in the bio. And um, you can follow their journey online. Also, if you're, um, if you really enjoyed the episodes um, that have been coming out on the Born from Nature podcast, please um, either you know you can shoot me back an email and you can share some of your experiences, or you can just um, you know share it with your friends and like it on your major platform. So, thank you so much. This is uh, Monty from the Born from Nature podcast signing out. Bam.